Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is One Hate Minute. Drop of a hat, these guys will rock and roll. What's your name? Wayne Grove. Look like gangbangers working the local 7-Eleven to you. Robbery homicides take you. Give me all you got! Listen. Give me all you got! I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best. Trying to stop guys like me. A podcast dedicated to all 170 minutes of Michael Mann's LA crime opus Heat, one minute at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to One Heat Minute. As promised at the end of the last episode, the fifth minute, we are now at the sixth minute of Michael Mann's 1995 crime film Heat, my favourite film, one of my favourite folk, Garth Franklin, editor-in-chief of Dark Horizons, a internet movie site, the pioneer, the pioneer, (laughs) along with people like Ain't It Cool, um, uh, he's with me today. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Is it a crime film or a crime saga? It's That's a, my favorite. It's, word it's for a it. saga, and Heat is an opus. the definitive sort of saga. It is <laughs> saga is the perfect word. Yeah, is the perfect word for it. So we're going to drop you back into the sixth minute of Heat, and then we're going to talk about it. Taking me to breakfast? I can't. I'm eating Bosco. Hey, Vincent. Mom, where are my barrettes? Hi, sweetie. I saw them on the kitchen table. They're not there. I already checked. Want me to make coffee? No school today? My dad's picking me up. He's taking me to the new building and then to lunch. Try under the cushions on the sofa. So, we see... Some more of that beautiful tender love scene mm-hmm. we saw. There's in- another shot with them, like Pacino, especially it focuses on Pacino this time, looking into his, her eyes. Yes. Yeah. It kind of comes in, but it's, I love that it's Venora, like the opening shot in the previous minute of the film, um, in the, uh, in the fifth minute of the film, not the sixth minute of the film, is Venora, like she pushes herself when she's on top of him and looks down. And then there's a moment where he sort of gets that, as you, what did you call him? That, the controlling Italian the alpha Italian male. Italian alpha male, the controller thing, yeah, yeah. Which is I, the, so much of these alpha males <laughs> dynamics in this movie. So many, like, there is the alphas of alphas of alphas in this movie. Well, so. they're all omegas, basically, trying to be alphas. That's yeah. the whole point of the movie. If you understand pack mentality, yeah. alphas better than omegas and all that sort of shit. Yeah. These are all omegas, which are lone wolves. 
yeah. who really are happier alone, devoted to their passions and so on like that. But they're all trying to be alphas, trying to they have that too much of an ego and too much of other things. <laughs> That's what I'm going to play, play. And so there's a moment where he retakes control and then she sort of grabs her arm and just holds him up and l- makes him look at her. Yeah. Like, I'm here. And this is what I'm here for. This is me taking a moment and making you slow down in this moment to be with me in, yes. this, in, in this second. And it's, it's all about him being present in that moment. Yes, be, be here. Yeah. Be here in this moment with me. And that's uh, an issue which comes back a lot more down the track. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. And yeah. so the next second we see sort of a, a shower scene. A mm. rare shower scene where you see someone use soap. Yes, uh, but the other thing... Oh, sorry, uh, outside of lather. Well, no, there's a bit of leather, but the, the, I mean, the thing that strikes me with that shower scene when first seeing it is, considering him, and he he's like a very efficient person. He's a t- not a time waster. He's that kind of guy that does that sort of thing. So why not combine it? Why not just have the sex in the shower? <laughs> so, so like They've got the glass tiles, which is the fine for the grip. Believe me, from personal experience, it's all good. <laughs> so, it's a standard shower. It's not one of those combination bathtubs where you basically risk suicide every single time. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I just think it's him waking up, him having his shower. And also in that moment, I think it's just for a second there, that's his just, it's like an inhale in that shower. Yeah, it's yeah like but it's second. also, I mean, you're seeing basically his routine. Yeah. You saw him both having the shower and then getting dressed into the business suit. Very, very nice business suit, just for a, a standard cop sort of thing going to an office where yeah. they would normally just wear in a rumple sort of everyday suit like most people do, going to offices. This guy's just, he's dressing really nice. Very nice wardrobe. Yeah, he's very nice wardrobe. <laughs> And and so you then see a, a he, he he comes out and Diane Venora takes a one of the best one of the best sort of puffs of smoke like post coil smokes I've ever seen post coil cigarette <laughs> and they go down in the history of cinema as the best post coil cigarette of all time um, and she has this delightful grin that sort of lights up her face yeah um, like she, totally relaxed totally relaxed and sort of turns around and now we're introduced to Natalie Portman well before we get to that bit. The interesting thing I want to talk about is the geography of the bedroom there. Yes. It's an unusual bedroom. It is an extremely weird there house. Is a, there are basically... Obviously, there's a, sort of an open plan house, and the bed is right next to the stairwell. And the stairwell obviously goes down into the living room, I guess, because that's where the daughter comes up from. So it's like... If you're living there, it, it's a house design. If you're a single person or adult, you know, living as a couple, not an issue. It's not a family home by any no, means no. because you're worried about the kid walking in and you're basically f- yeah. fucking like five minutes before. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so it's it's almost like that. And that's what I love now in re- reflection as an older person is yeah. like they've woken up. They've heard her pottering around downstairs, mm. and they kind of like are used to having quiet yes. sex. It's although it's extremely passionate. There's not like it, it, in this moment, it doesn't feel like they're being you know really rude and disgusting or loud. No, or, no, no. But if you, I mean, as I said, it's a house designed for a single person or a couple, and so you basically aren't used to having sort of a volume knob turned down. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he, of course, you know, this is her stepdaughter. This is not their daughter. Yeah. So the whole thing is, he's not used to having some someone probably a young person in this house yes and so Diane Venora has a delightful um yeah. <laughs> delightful post-coital cigarette yeah. great beautiful sort of cheeky smile appears on her face yeah Vincent is framed behind her really beautifully sort of blurred yeah. out there and yeah. so she blows up this cloud of smoke and as the smoke dissipates mm. you've got Vincent in the background which mm. is kind of a I, I really like that as a sort of directorial choice so you see Vincent look at her where she's blown the smoke and then as the cameras, it's a bit of a two shot. Yeah. As it two shots back, he's kind of 
emerged from where she would have blown the smoke in the previous yeah. shot. And that's where we kind of, that's, that's where we, and she's starting to talk to him. Yeah. Um, you're going to buy me breakfast and he's not a meeting Bosco. So Bosco, <laughs> um, here is, you know, one, one of his team members, um, they've got to be meeting and we'll, we'll later meet Bosco in an upcoming minute of the film. Yep. Um, but you know, we don't know who Bosco is at this time. He could be anything really. Yeah. And I think that what's really interesting, you know, you're going from this, which is the sixth minute of the film to even like the, I think it's the second or third minute of the film with De Niro, um, De Niro's Neil McCauley. Before he puts those gloves on, he could be an ambulance driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, technically he could be. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> he, he could be. And, and but other than the fact that, you but know, you know something's off. You know something's off. Yes, it's and like, you know with him the way he's dressed and the way he's sort of moving and the way he's looking around and so forth. It's yeah, something's off. This guy. And this off. guy. This guy's certainly not some. He's just going to do a standard job and relaxing sort of thing. This guy's on edge. And and, and and Vincent here. Vincent here, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. Whereas, like, he's relaxed in thing. He knows what he's going. He's, he's he going. Knows he's going. And, 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 and at this stage, we're not. We're not a hundred percent that Vincent's a cop yet, even yeah. though it's going to become very apparent very quickly. Yeah. But at the moment, we don't really know what profession mm. he's he's got. So no. there's an interaction, and then we have. Natalie Portman. Back in now. This is post-Leon. Post-Leon. Yeah. We know her. Walks upstairs and the great first thing is, hi, Vincent. <laughs> You're not my dad. You're not <laughs> my dad. Now, the interesting thing is you, you forget with this movie is that she really only has two scenes in the whole film. She has this scene and she has... Three scenes. Well, three scenes. There's, there's a little bit. There's a tiny middle scene. Tiny, tiny, tiny middle scene. Tiny middle scene. But this is this is the bulk this is the big scene with her essentially. This is the biggest scene for her yeah. in the film where she's talking about and it's kind of it leads into a secondary scene which yes. is coming up in an upcoming yes. minute. Because this is the sixth Well this is a fairly film. innocent scene. She seemed like just the standard young girl and you it's made pretty clear from the beginning that she that Pacino is not her dad no. and she's very happy that she's not, he's not her dad. Uh, yeah, sort, <laughs> sort of. And he, but he's but he's also interested. He's like, no school today. Mm. Like he's interested in it. Yes. And he's making an effort. He's making an effort, right? And mm. and in this interaction, up into this 15 seconds, she's just looking for something in the house. It's such a natural yeah. thing with her mom. And it's as far as what's active. So there's this great, like, if you look at the spatial economy of the scene, just at yeah. five, minutes and, uh, five minutes and 49 seconds in the six minute, yeah. you'll see De Niro's kind of straightening himself up, getting his beautiful tie, his very meticulous, nice watch, rings. Yep. He's got his necklaces on. We know are under his clothes. His hair looks great. And you've got the relaxed mum. Like, you've got this... Very relaxed mum sitting in a, on a bed uh, in this, right next to the stairwell in what is an old converted warehouse sort of thing, which at the time, wasn't there wasn't very many of those in Los no. Angeles. No. Um, so this would actually be... It's, an inter- it's a fascinating, actually, design house. Yeah, it's really <laughs> interesting. But also, just look at the way... Even the body language. She's yeah. relaxed. She's oh, having yeah, a yeah. post-quarter cigarette. She's not very interested. Yeah. And Vincent's the one that's taking a really active yes. moment here to kind of go, is everything okay, sweetheart? Yeah. And, so, and the mums are going, oh, check downstairs. Check yeah, downstairs. she's like very sort of... Oh, oh, who cares? Yeah. But, but I think that that plays into exactly what you were describing yes. before around with Vincent specifically is that Vincent is a guy who he's he's absolutely not used to it but he's absolutely making an effort. Yeah. He's taking time in these moments that of his family or his newly constructed family life to mm-hmm. to do, like to attempt to be a, a responsible role model for her. Like he, yes, but the question is with him and it's not really it's one of those things where later on you find out as I said he's very very self-aware of who he is and that's one of the most interesting things about his character. Uh, later on, the fact that 
there are plenty of guys who have who do the same sort of thing, but they kind of expect rewards. <laughs> yes, which is kind of thing which is not really deserved. Uh, it's more a case of just responsibility. He's someone who is making an effort in this case, but we don't see it yet because, as we find out later, of course, that his his job is his passion. Yes. that's what he's devoted. He's a workaholic beyond workaholic. Sort of yes. this is what he's devoted to. The fact that he's actually sort of trying to have this domestic this sort of domestic life on top of that he's obviously trying but as we know from later on it's like three marriages something's not right, working right yeah and we'll find out later as that goes on what happens but and so we've got the sort of final 11 seconds here is mm. and i love that sort of telling one is that in the interchange of the scene there is mm. vincent's kind of te- taking justine's cues here his yeah. wife Diane venora and so she's talking to her mom i don't know where they are i don't know where they are i've looked and then um, do you want me to make coffee? So she's more interested in helping out and interacting with Vincent at the moment than her. That's yeah. a super part of that, you know, really mm. interesting dynamic. You want me to make coffee? No, no, no. And Vincent's the one that brings it back to the little girl. Yep. <laughs> he says, no school today. Um, no, my he's dad's, a responsible cop. That's he's, a, he, he's very responsible, right? And she goes... And, and, to which and my dad's picking me up my, today. Huge smile. My dad's picking me up today. She's really happy about her dad. Yeah. So there's clearly like mum's got her in the custody. That's what's happened. Mm. It's her place. But there's there's a lot of animosity. There's a there's a yes. str- there's a strange relationship which we're going to see explored yeah. in the in the seventh minute and beyond. Mm. Um, but it's really interesting that Vincent brings the topic away from himself. Would you yes. like me to make coffee? Straight back to no school today. <laughs> And I think I think I think maybe every single day that my daughter doesn't have school, I'm going to say that to no her. No school today. <laughs> no school today. <laughs> Straightening a, a tie that I'm not wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, no school today. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favourite sort of little, just little character tells. It's just something so yeah. beautiful because Venora, she's a she's an outstanding actress. Oh, totally. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. And I love the, the dynamic immediately established in 20 seconds in this scene yeah. as well. Um, but the film is very good at doing that. It's very good at, as I said, because everything is so fully formed before this point, before they, as they go into things, the characters pop up on screen. So even like with the other crooks, with the other things, they basically have almost no dialogue and yet you kind of figure out the personality types right away. It gets yes. bang, bang, bang. On. Convey rather than yeah. say. Man exactly. is amazing. As a director, directing performance yes. where no one says a word. Yes. And you are able to see people in action. And this comes from, an appro- from a very distinct approach, which is basically planning things out ahead of time very meticulously to the point of like everything is almost like... On it's automatic. Point. Yeah. You have to be automatic on that. Yeah. And the final thing is, I love Diane Venora's character, Justine. She'll se- she says to Natalie Portland's character, like, have you checked on the sofa? And at the cusp of the seventh minute... You, Natalie Portman's got this look on her face like I looked for them you yes mum I looked for them mum you idiot um, and it's it's you know look she's come off the back mm-hmm. of a it's a way more uh, classic character uh, than she obviously burst on the scene with, with Leon for Natalie Portman it's a way more classic well it's a way more regular kind of character regular girl yeah it's not a I mean, Natalie Portman performances go. This is not no. ranking up there. This no. is one of the. It's, and even it's such a the, minor. It's a very minor. It's a very minor role. It's a key role, but it's a very minor. It's role. a very minor role, and um, also it's nowhere near as interesting as Leon Number One. No, no. Uh, as far as a character, the sort of Lolita. But Leon was sort of a genre changing sort of thing with, with that character. The whole point was the character was defying all the expectations of 
you know, a young girl at that age. Yes. Whereas this is almost like the quintessential, hi, I'm the young girl at this yeah, age. Yeah, she's, she's a young girl. But it's also, for a young performer, just to be around. Oh, something like Man Talents and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Diane Venora. Yeah. Like Ted Levine. Yeah. And, and then be, be directed by Michael Mann. Yeah. I mean, what an absolutely out of control time for this girl. Um, we are on the cusp of the seventh minute. And the introduction of one of the most fascinating bad guy characters I think I've ever seen in film. <laughs> and also at one of the most telling moments that took me probably a good 30 or so viewings to consistently pick up in in the... <clears throat> In the next minute, excuse me, I need to wet my whistle with some more uh, uh, some more beverage. <laughs> um, Garth Franklin. Yes. I would like to offer a... Uh, uh, hopefully give you an offer to which you cannot refuse. Mm-hmm. Would you like to come back? Oh, absolutely. For yeah. the seventh minute. I could do that, yeah. Of Heat. Yeah. This has been One Heat Minute. This has been Blake Howard and Garth Franklin. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you're enjoying it. Um, check out the previous episodes if you want to check out with Stu Coot and Garth Franklin and myself. And uh, we'll be back with another episode diving into Michael Mann's crime saga <laughs> uh, with Garth Franklin and other wonderful guests and beyond. Speak to you soon. Thank you so much, Mr. Garth Franklin, for joining me on One Heat Minute Episode 4. You can find Garth at DarkHorizons.com or at DarkHorizons on Twitter. He is also one of the co-designers of this website. Thank you, sir. And thank you once again to Music by Mr. Paul Davies. Guys, we'll catch you next time on One Heat Minute. Thank you so much for listening and following along. Hashtag One Heat Minute on Twitter or just OneHeatMinute.com. 